I'm H. I'm J. She's J. You're H. <laughs> and welcome to our first pilot uh, of this episode. This is called Havadan Sudan, which basically means from the sky to the sea. Uh, and it's just basically just like... From in air to water. Basically. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and we basically use that term for when we go to someone as, as like guests and we just say, you know, Havadan Sudan. And that kind of thing. It's like kind of like just random, yeah, like light-hearted um, conversation. There is a translation. There, there is, there is a similar thing. Arson air. Arson air. Yeah, have you never heard that? No, I've never heard of. I'm arson sure air. that's what English people say. Like you're talking arson air. I don't know. And maybe it's not the same thing. I thought. It well, was. we'll probably ask that to people. <laughs> like, what do you actually think Havadan Sudan mean or arson air? And is there any other way, ways of people saying this? But. um I'm going to throw this question straight out to you. We're not going to do no introductions. If you want to know more about us, just follow us on our personal Instagrams and whatnot. Um, at the moment, we don't have a video recording, but we will do in our next one, hopefully. But if you were here, we do have Karkos, we do have Helim, we do have Yalachidoma, we do have Cherek, and we do have Fustik, and we do have Chakastairs, and a cup of tea. Yes, we do. Um, so I'm going to throw this straight to you. Okay. When's next Tuesday? What? When is next Tuesday? After Monday. Okay. When's this Tuesday? The other day. Before. <laughs> when's this Tuesday? This tu- Oh, no. That's also after Monday. That's the coming Tuesday. So when's next Tuesday? In like... A- after the weekend. Okay. But when's this Tuesday? What are you doing to me? <laughs> this Tuesday is like... Wait, what day is it? Friday, Friday, Sunday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. In like four days. But that's next Tuesday. So when this Tuesday? This Tuesday becomes this Tuesday when it's next week. Because the Tuesday has gone from this week, right? It's gone bye-bye. Then we're in next Tuesday. Okay. So as soon as it's Monday, then it's this Tuesday. And then next Tuesday is the same Tuesday. No, it would become the following Tuesday. The following Tuesday. So the Tuesday that's closer to us is this Tuesday. Yeah. And the next Tuesday is the next week. Is that that what you're trying to say? Yeah. That's what I'm going... That's what I'm sticking with. I wasn't trying to like... (laughs) (laughs) But basically I heard this on like on a TikTok and some of them were having a conversation about it and the person was literally just brain screw really like he did he tried to kind of i felt like my brain was sweating just then (laughs) (laughs) well at least you just burnt the whole trick that you've just eaten as well which i'm gonna grab some healthy we need to that but yeah um you know exercise your brain a bit okay thanks i'm awake (laughs) so um we've asked the question to the tcc uk group which is the community in the uk um this was something that uh, a fellow member of the community that we just spoke about over beer in the pub, uh, which was about Biden, which is coming next week. Next week? No, two weeks time. Sorry, it's on the night. Yeah, yeah. And the question was, why do us Turkish Cypriots spend a lot of time spending time and money on? The holidays, i.e. Easter, Halloween, Valentine's Day, Christmas, Pancake Day and all these. Why do we prepare so much for it and get into it so much, but not as much for Bayram or Sheka Bayram or Kurban Bayram? You didn't just compare like 
Pancake Day on Christmas, no, did you? <laughs> no, I didn't. But Pancake Day is still a religious event for them yeah. or Shrove Tuesday and Easter as well, which yeah. is obviously to do it's still a Christian festival. We still go out and eat eggs, buy eggs and whatnot, yeah. and they still do further stuff. They do egg painting, they do Easter egg hunts and yeah. stuff, they do the full shebang for it. They did it when we were younger though. I don't remember anything like that when I was younger. They didn't do well, like I didn't when we were younger because in our household, we didn't celebrate those type of stuff. It was Easter. It was Easter. The only time we'd get Easter eggs is when Mother Hamilik Dede would come around and buy us all Easter eggs because he's gone to Macro and go, here's an egg, here's an egg. Oh, no, egg. see? You know I... what I mean? But that wasn't a thing for us to say, we're celebrating celebrating Easter. We did in my house. We didn't celebrate it, but my mum would do, um, you see how, I think because she grew up with Greeks, it was a very mixed village. She They would dye the eggs. So I grew up doing that okay. on Easter. So I was kind of like, I don't know. I just got kind of used to it. I obviously knew it wasn't a celebration, yeah. but it was like, oh, it's Easter. And she would say to me, oh, like, rum laren paskasadur. And yeah. I'd be like, oh, okay. And they're making flowers. Yeah, they do flowers, yeah. which would be a plowna. Yeah, exactly. And then I would be dying eggs. So it's like, it was like a mixed job, but I never felt like, we celebrated Easter, yeah. But Christmas, like Christmas, I would go to town, and I still exactly. Do. <laughs> but why do we not do that for Bayram? But we do, but we do that for Christmas. Like, why do we decorate a house? Why, why do we go and buy a Christmas tree, decorate it, put presents underneath it? When technically it's near enough the same thing for Bayram as well. Mm. Because, like, if I this is my experience of Bayram in Cyprus for the first time, and I've never done it before because we've always gone. Uh, late July instead of early July. Mm. So we'd always go on, on the 20th for when school would close and we'd go. So we'd always just miss it. Now we would go, I think this was during Easter time. So it was a different fight mm. And what was told for me the day before was I had to wake up, obviously, have a shower, mm-hmm. get into my best clothes, and we were going to go to the Jami. Did you have new clothes, by the way? New yeah, clothes. always fresh clothes. It's yeah. always fresh new yeah. clothes. Um, and we'd go to the Jami. So this yeah. was my first experience of going to the Jami. All of the guys would go to the Jami mm. of the village. They would do the their, the prayers that we would do in the morning. We'd all come out of the Jami. Everyone would say bye and uncle Lawson mm-hmm. to everyone and pat everyone on the back and whatnot. From there, all of us, as in like all of my mom's side of the family, which is basically her sister and her two brothers, like all the family, cousins and whatnot, We'd all go to my grandparents' house. Mm-hmm. They would make metro basu, and everyone would have metro basu. After that was done, that was then the time for them to dissolve into their families and mm-hmm. go and do their bairam with everyone. And then in the evening, we'd all come back to my grandparents and we'd do a big massive mangal. Cute. Which is a whole day thing. That's so nice. Whereas if now, I, now I'm going to explain to you how it is in the UK for me, is mm. we'd still wear our brand new clothes. Mm. There's no jami. Wait, is there no mosques in Birmingham? There is, but it's not it's, uh, it's not the same as how you lot would see it in London. I don't think because the, 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 how we would know is it would just be the Pakistani Right, majority okay. that would go to the to the mosque. Okay, I I wouldn't have seen anybody else. The only time I've actually been to a mosque in the Birm- in Birmingham was when my grandfather died, and we got all it. had to go then, and that's it. Okay, fine. it's not the same over here. When I know there's they've got their own Turkish Cypriot mosque in Shacklewell yeah. Lane and everything else, well, they've got their the own green exactly. Like, yeah. So they've all got their own specific ones, whereas here it's mixed. Yeah, it is very mixed. Um, 
So we wouldn't go to the Jami, but we'd all go to our grandparents' house. Mm-hmm. Everyone would meet up there. Mm-hmm. Everyone do their bayram. It would probably last for an hour and everyone would go back home. Mm-hmm. That's it. Bayram's finished. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Wearing bayram in kuppas lasts for a couple of days because mm-hmm. that's how it is. School clothes, whatnot. You're going out to eat. You're wearing your best clothes. You, you, you're celebrating it. And over here, we don't, we don't I... accentuate on it. We don't celebrate it as much. I have a little theory okay. about this. And um, so I feel like may, maybe I'm wrong, I don't know, but from a personal perspective, I feel like growing up there was always like this hype. My mum did her very best to hype up everything. I mean she's the queen of hyping up every event, whether it's Valentine's, Christmas, Byram, everything. She was always doing stuff. So and even birthdays, she would go overboard. And I loved it. But where what I remember of Bayram as a child is getting up. Obviously, the guys go to the jamia uh, really, really early. Like you said, my dad and my brother would go. We had like fresh new clothes, and it was always very exciting. We would go spend time with family, um, and you know we would go to the. So my mom would obviously go to the ones that are older than her, and then the ones that are younger than her would come see my mom because that's how it works, isn't yeah. it? Right, and then you'd see your cousin. Then we all, we always ended up at my dyer's house, who was the eldest of my mum's siblings, and all the cousins would be there. But I feel like as time went on, and this is just my opinion, and I know it to be true for a few other friends, is you become more and more exposed to like the toxic side of family, and you don't want to mix as much. And I don't know if it's because the parents made the mistake of kind of exposing all of us to the issues too young. So you kind of, you're at this really happy place with your cousins and then you go up and you're like, what happened? You know, no one, slowly, slowly the years go on and less and less people mix and you're like, okay, cool. But then now I find that I've come to an age, I've got my own, you know, I've got um, a daughter and especially with Oz's family, I find that they are so much more on Bayram that is kind of reignited that thing for me. I'm like, do you know what? I want to do more with my family. So I'll make sure we all go for a breakfast on Bayram mm-hmm. and we'll do stuff and we see each other. And I want Kiana to have the same kind of experience and for it to carry on. But I think, it, I feel like Cypriots, Turkish Cypriots especially made the mistake of making a lot of their children feel a little bit scarred from the family dramas that they got, they turned into adults that didn't want to mix in that way anymore. So, you know, I know a lot of people that would be like, yeah, I can't bother to like, it's just too much. It falls into that whole, you go see people and it's straight away, oh, what are you doing? Oh, oh, what have you been doing? Oh, oh, who are you working for now? Oh, are you not married yet? And and before you know it, you're like, I thought we were here to just kind of celebrate Bayram and see each other and have, have food and, you know, it, I don't know, it becomes very, do you get what I mean? I do. Because and I... I think that's what's put a lot of people off where, in my opinion, we can create our own versions of it now because we're adults, we're fully fledged adults. Of course, yeah. Like we can just make our own versions, whatever it looks like. And I think that's nice, but I don't know. For Turkish Cypriots, that's, that's kind of, I feel really bad saying it, but I've just seen it from so many people I know. Well, yeah, I feel as though as well that we get exposed to the family drama Mm. so it feels as though like it's a real life dizzy (laughs) all the time yeah 
and don't take, get me wrong like it's nice to have all of these family get-togethers because you can you just catch up on stuff mm. but like you just mentioned as well i don't want to end up doing a whole um facebook questionnaire and basically say you know where do you work mm -hmm. how much do you how much do you earn <laughs> what work do you do what does that involve mm. um do you have kids are you married are they at school you know what i mean uh, mm -hmm. Maybe those are the questions that they are seeing as yeah. Havadan Sudan, and they're trying to start a conversation. But to Maybe, some people, yeah. you, you you need to be careful with these questions. Yeah, because you can feel a bit awkward. You can feel a bit awkward, especially with, for example, with some people that may be trying to have a child and they yeah. can't have a child or they can't find work or yeah. that type of stuff. You need to be quite... Um, it's sensitive topics. It's, yeah. You, you know what I mean? And I think back in the day, they weren't seen as sensitive topics because they were hovered on Sudan conversations. No, but now because yeah. we've been exposed to it and we want to keep our own private life, yeah. we're trying to wait on these people. Can you ask another question? You know what I mean? <laughs> There's also an element of being afraid that, you know, the one the one the one person the family's gonna put goes on your life and you're gonna you're gonna go oh, home yeah. and crash your car on the way. Well it, well, you do see it, you know what I mean? You sometimes see it within families where there's a lot of ask, 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 ask. Yeah. But when you ask, 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 you yeah. never get, get, get. Yeah. So it's kind of like a one-way kind of conversation. Yeah, what is that? You know what I mean? Oh. It's like... It's that. It's, it's this. It's this drama. Yeah. It's like, then what? Then maybe we don't need to meet up. We don't yeah. want to meet up because we don't want this drama that comes with it. Yeah. Even though it's meant to be a family event. That's exactly what it is. Like my my dad's family so my dad's from turkey my dad's family growing up they weren't they, there wasn't any of this drama and i don't know if these two killers and cypriots are very different in this sense i don't know maybe they are but my dad was very village he's from Uxari, like super village and you know they they just they're happy to just sit around and eat and not really ask you any questions about anything personal like and if they do it's not because they're nosy they're just generally it's it's just that kind of mentality where they're just like oh what do you do kind of thing it's not you don't feel like you're under a microscope the no, same way it doesn't you feel do. like you're being judged yeah that's 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 it it's, it's the judgment i think makes you not want to so i think as i've got older definitely i kind of pick and choose who i want to spend my time with in the family and it's sad because it has dispersed. Like yeah. everyone's kind of, you know, people have passed away. The family's kind of spread out, and everyone's people doing their own thing. People got married. Have got their kids. Yeah. kids. But what I noticed was older cousins in my in my family that I thought to myself, oh, like, I don't really see them that often. Now that I'm older, I kind of understand why they took a step back and set certain boundaries and put things yeah. in place. And I'm just like, okay. But I think in maybe it's like a question of. How come when loads of Turkish Cypriots came here, they didn't stick to the traditions, religion, re religious traditions as much? Because I know a lot of people didn't push it. And I feel like maybe they just wanted to blend in at the time and not stand out because it was already so hard yeah. coming over. That's, maybe, that's my opinion. But maybe, yes. Yeah, so maybe it's something where they've, they've tried to get away from it, mm. of those traditions and come to a more modern society mm. here in the UK. And as there weren't any other Turks around mm. and they were the first to come over, they blended with other cultures yeah. and other background of people to, to the point where they're forgotten. 
I think there is of some the identity, that. maybe. I think so because I feel like with the Turkish Cypriot identity, it's so hard. You feel a bit misplaced. I know whenever I go to to North Cyprus, I don't ever really feel like I fit in, and then here you, you obviously don't fit in anyway. But Just question on that then. So, do you feel as though you don't fit fit in because of? So, do do you not fit in now? Is that what you're thinking now, or is that? since you've been as a kid as well or did you feel as well as a kid you didn't even think of it as a kid okay you don't think of it as a child you're just enjoying your life <laughs> yeah you're just enjoying, enjoying a holiday yeah. kind of thing yeah you don't really think of it as a kid but now you know you get exposed to different things you you live in london so your mentality without even you wanting to it changes you know it, you grow in different ways so when you go back home and i haven't been to cyprus in so long but when i think of the last time i did i do struggle and i think I can't speak it properly. Even, you know, if I go to Turkey, they know I'm instantly, they know I'm Cypriot. But when I go to Cyprus, I don't sound anything like Turkish Cypriot. So I'm yeah. just like, I'm just not going to speak. I'm going to take a vow of silence. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. With the Bayram thing, um, I kind of compare it to um, maybe some cultures that came here who were Muslim. They kind of stuck to their guns. And I don't mean it in a horrible way. I mean it as in, they stuck to their guns and they took on a lot of hardship over the years where Islam wasn't as accepted in okay. the seventies and eighties. Whereas now I think, yes, there is still a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of racism, a lot of bullying about it, but you know, you'll see, I, I mean, I saw Ramadan books. I see advertisements for Ramadan. I see Eid celebration posters and it gets spoken about on normal TV. And you're just like, Oh my God. Yeah. For it to get to that point, there was other cultures that stuck by their guns. Yes. Whereas I personally don't think Turkish Cypriots fall into that category. I I feel like they had a mentality of let's blend in, sestrikal my limb. Yeah. You know, just keep your head down and just work and focus on setting your roots. Yeah. And that's fine. I think they had every reason to think like that. But yeah, that's that's kind of what my opinion is i digressed a bit but yeah no that's fine i'm just trying to uh read one of the answers that were given to us on instagram on it and basically they said uh, lack of excitement for our holidays equals a lack of preservate preservation for our identity yeah yeah so that was from uh jezira uh, kubus which is basically they look after like the history of kubus and they yeah. basically say like they uh, research the historical areas within Cyprus and how they're linked to Turkey or how they're linked to other countries. Yeah. Um, yeah, so with, like, like I said, I think with Bayram, if we compare it to how we would celebrate Christmas in our house, it's quite, it's very similar mm. to, to the point of meeting up and it ends up being once a year. Yeah. Um, for, so for our Christmas is we put the Christmas tree up. There's presents for underneath the tree for the kids. Mm -hmm. We're not celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ. It's just basically presents for our children. Mm -hmm. After that is done, uh, when my grandfather was still alive, we'd go to my grandparents' house. They would cook a turkey and a chicken because we would have all of the family over <laughs> and we'd do one big massive meal. I love that. After that meal was done, we're just basically playing... Um, games all day yeah all the way to around about 10 ish and then we'd all go back with this person go back home yeah um and that was once a year 
and then we'd have the new year and that'd be exactly the same but yeah. instead of a turkey we'd do a mongol yeah so then our new year would basically just be until midnight with a mongol and playing games as mm-hmm. well when i have now come to fourth age with my own family i now understand that once a year is plenty mm-hmm. because the amount of crap that comes out of it mm. i questions and stuff and the tension and whatnot mm. is plentiful for that one day of the year mm. because i'd rather just i'd rather not have it every day yeah and just basically wait until next year to baby see see each other again because it just calms down and that's no offense to like yeah. any of my family members i just feel as though everyone has now all grown up yeah everyone has got their own lives yeah and everyone has their own ways of living their life they just don't overlap we all we're all different now whereas when we were all cousins we didn't have lives Mm. we'd go all to school come back go to sleep wake up go to school wake up you know what i mean so there was nothing to there was nothing to compare to one another Mm. no one would say what work are you doing or how much money are you earning or when's your next baby or not all of us all our cousins were all even of the same age yeah all in the same age bracket kind of thing like and once one got married we weren't like going oh you're next yeah. you're next. we just continuing our life until yeah. everyone of the same bracket were all moved on had kids and we're kind of like i think once a year is kind of yeah. enough now kind of thing and you're kind of just doing your own stuff you've got your own little network circle you've got your own little friends and whatnot you don't want it, it, to to me i feel as though i just once a year is enough for me does that make you sad at all though does that do you it wish does it because could i be... i miss those times that it were there weren't no tension and when there weren't no um backstabbing or random questions that made you feel a bit uneasy like as though you was going for a job interview kind of thing <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah. As a young kid, you wouldn't think like this. They yeah. were just questions asked. But now that we've got a bit of uckle, yeah. a bit of common sense, we kind of start questioning those questions and ask ourselves, why is this person asking yeah, these yeah, questions? Yeah. Now, um, what our moms would say to us is they're just being friendly. Mm. But in our mind, we're thinking, but they don't need to know this information. Yeah. They could have asked me something else. Now, is this yeah. the pessimistic side of me kind of thing? What, I mean, what I don't mean? know. I feel like there's always two. It's a double-edged sword, isn't it? Like, I, I, I like that I've got now to this. It's like full circle. I feel like I'm now at a place with my family where there's enough of us that I've got our own kids that we can kind of mix, like, for summer birthdays, for, you know, parties or whatever. And it's nice. Everyone's got their own home. And we, we do make effort. Ones that mix actually really do make effort. And... It's nice. I I really like it. Like I I think family is really important, but I also think it's important to not feel a type of way about going to see your family. So if it fills you with dread that you're going to go see them, there's clearly something there. And I'm not. To, it's not to say that it's them. Like it might just be something that we ourselves need to work on. Yeah. And it might just involve like I don't know communication yeah that that thing and I, I feel as though there's a lack of that percent. there is a lack of communication but we all not... speak turkish and english 
but it feels as though they make their own language and make their own rules. There is a lack of communication when it's about someone, though. That is the best for me. Well, we're number one getting called the jewels. Yeah, like a hundred percent. That is probably that is my my number one like off putter, if that's a way of saying it. Putter offer (laughs) of mixing with more. yeah more more people from turkish cypriot community i guess which is why i think mentally i'm just like i'm throwing myself into this because it's time for like more of our generation to just switch it up a bit yeah i'm sure it's still there but you know i'm sure it's still within like i'm hoping my kids don't lose their identity and i'm hoping by my me taking them to kubus and my parents Mm -hmm. taking them to kubus they get to not forget who they are no it's up to them to what path they wish to choose yeah i'm not forcing anyone down any path but they also need to enjoy um they also need to enjoy their life without being put with so many force obstacles or force put Mm. in front of them but um yeah, obviously with Bayram, that Bayram. I was going to say, for guys, what was it like at Bayram or like Mevlitz? Because for me and all the girls in the family, those events just involved being a maid, by the way. That could be another reason why people don't enjoy them. <laughs> because I hated that. But don't you feel as though, I'm just looking at the time, <laughs> um, not because it's a long subject, just because we're using this thing just to do this thing and it only does it in 30 minutes um but yeah i i feel as though that's with all events mm. i don't think it's just for Bayram. um thankfully my mom she never had any daughters so i was mm-hmm. the daughter of the house maybe so we were all equal if miss afid came over i would go and help and then go okay they want tea go and put the kettle on kind of thing that is really uncommon though it is uncommon because like, the generations that my mom's come from, yeah, they would straight away tell the female yeah. to go and put the kettle on or to help. It's so annoying. But, you know, there is no difference with my finger and your finger yeah. putting the switch on and the kettle yeah. on. You know what I mean? It's that but that's, <laughs> that's just how I've been brought up. I've always been brought up to clean my ta- uh, take yeah. my plate to the sink, clean it up, wash it up, put it away kind of thing. Yeah. Well, as I know, some of the other houses that I've seen is the after everyone's finished, the plates are left there, and the ladies are left behind to go and pick it up. That's and a wind up. You that's know what I mean? So, for Bayrams, it's mostly us sitting around, and then because there was a lot more girl cousins than boy cousins within our family, it was basically whoever was based. Everyone would just go yeah. up and help and whatnot. That's but nice. then there'd be a lot of then there would just be a lot of people within the kitchen. Yeah, but that's always funny because you're like, oh, and this, it becomes like a social... You know what I mean? That's just a different story yeah. altogether. So us guys would just be all sitting there looking mach, mach, mal, mal, and looking at one another and whatnot. We have freaking extremist traps in the, in the air and sitting there. While you lot are in the kitchen having some full-on dedicator, all the yengas and whatnot, and then there's them doing their stuff. Oh, and then coming back and it's all quiet again. You know what I mean? So it feels as though there's two little different... Oh, environments do different worlds happening i miss i miss the innocence i miss the innocent part of it all where you're just a kid and you don't realize the amount of drama that's going on and the crap <laughs> yeah because you just just not and you do you can just take it at face value yeah like, i kind of wish we could all just 
almost like you know when they say take it as a pinch of salt yeah ignorance is bliss you just kind of have to go do you know what okay it's not my i'm just not gonna think about it. <laughs> ice cream yeah good times do you know what i remember for new year's actually once we played me and my cousins did like a n64 tournament and played mario kart until past midnight and then we went outside and silly stringed a bunch of cars <laughs> ours is not much like that our family is very com- competitive oh so when we play you're playing spastra or whatever no no we don't play spastra no it's not that turkey stuff what that game's fun yeah uh, we end up playing pictionary uh, oh shit you're going trivial pursuit Monopoly, wow. and we have like a freaking leaderboard and stuff and i i kid you not i can tell you here my hala and my anja are competitive but i think it runs in all of us we are just <laughs> like i'm super competitive like i won't let my wife win wow but if it's a group family against family stuff me and her like are proper they, competitive you step kind up. Of thing. okay yeah we pop a step up um so yeah christmas time mostly new year Trivial Pursuit, um, what's the other one? Pictionary, and there's another one where you get a card and you can't basically say what. Yeah, um, articulate. So, talked about Byron, we're diverse. Hmm. We enjoy our couples and our helium. <laughs> so if you eat us, if you, if you eat us, <laughs> please don't eat us. If you hear us eat, we're just having a nice, friendly conversation, and this is basically how our community is. I'm not gonna eat actually because I just realised I hate the sound of like chewing. It genuinely makes me angry. Is there a phobia name for that? Yeah, I think there is, but I can't remember off the top of my head. Phobia names are really long and unnecessarily long. Well, it's because of Latin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there is a phobia. It's like when you when you hear chewing or crisps and like someone's doing that right in your ear, you just want to go nuts. So. Bayram, holidays. Mm-hmm. We spoke about that. I want to go into our last question. Okay. She, you really want to eat. Just, <laughs> just eat. <clears throat> Us Turks, we love to eat. We love to talk. And this is why we brought this whole thing together. And it's just amalgamated into a nice, pretty picture that mm-hmm. we'll probably share later. Um, the yeah. last question is, uh, in fact, we kind of mentioned it, I think, in, uh, in our WhatsApp group there's only two of us so it's group of chat yeah um and it's something that we're gonna ask to the rest of the community after this um is what is the most embarrassing thing that has happened to you on holiday <laughs> i need to think about this one so can you answer this first that phobia is kicking in <laughs> i'm trying to eat as quiet as possible so you don't eat as why do I keep saying eat us? So you don't hear us. It's the accent. Yeah, from Birmingham. <laughs> um, okay. Let me put this one down because it's like may affect people that eat. Uh, if you're eating, stop eating. <laughs> so I was six or seven. Uh, we were playing in our village. Okay, okay, so I am from a village called Jihangu. It's a very small village, but as some villages have their own sheep and goyun that normally go for their rounds around the village to go and eat some grass elsewhere, but they have to obviously pass in front of people's houses. Mm-hmm. When they're passing in front of people's houses, they obviously leave the excrement behind, which is like small little rabbit-shaped poos on the floor. Mm-hmm. So 
um, that evening, if some people have not been to Cyprus in the summer, and I'm guessing there won't be a minority or majority, but everyone's been during summer, you can't really do anything um, past six o'clock outside because it is just stupidly hot. So after six, the sun is about to set. So all my cousins would meet up in front of my grandma's house oh. and we do a little game of football. It was a long road, not as much cars would go past. So all we had to do is just pick up like the rocks and like move it to one side and then go, like put it back and there's our goals. I'm six years old. <laughs> I'm wearing my athlete and my shorts, not wearing <laughs> shoes. I am wearing sandals. Um, the roads back then were not tarmacked. They were all like chuckle and dirt. And uh, we're playing football. I'm running towards the goal with the ball. I trip over uh, because, you know, of the sandal, it's got that, that little yeah, yeah, bit yeah. to it. So oh, that kind of battled that. it into the, into the ground. The little tongue. <laughs> the, little, the tongue. I trip, I fall. Apparently my mouth was open. Oh, no. And... All of this sheep and goyan poo went all into my mouth. Oh, don't, I'm not eating that <laughs> Well, I didn't know. My mom and my mom and my my younger were like going, "Am I between Literally, which basically means, "Oh my god, this child's eaten all the poo now." Did you throw up? So I basically, I just ran into my grandma's garden. They have like a little outside little yeah. techne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With a stone like bowl. Kind I of love thing. those things. Uh, I literally just opened the water and I was just throwing up. Oh. But throwing up mean like I was spitting whatever it was like in yeah. my mouth kind of thing. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I'm like gargling and trying to get this taste out of my mouth. That was just, yeah. And then basically all of my cousins would just basically just play on that now and go, look, shipwrecks here now. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'd say that would, that would be my most embarrassing moment. I, I have a really point. odd question. Okay. What did it taste like? <laughs> I don't know. I was fine. I don't remember. Earthy. Do you have like a do you have like a phobia with anything to do with it that you think could be related? Like do you have a phobia of like Yeah, when I see it, I don't go, I don't go hur, hur, or anything. Or do you like feel weirdly connected to sheep? <laughs> I feel as well I've had that that connection with them. That um what they've eaten has been come out and I've eaten it. <laughs> the circle of life. <laughs> circle of life. Oh no. Yeah, um Oh that's brilliant. Yeah, those and I'll tell you, those sandals were those jelly ones as well. Oh, so those man. freaking bent back those. like no one's business. I love those. I actually bought <laughs> that's so funny. I don't have anything that that funny. I've not eaten shit or an, I'm not eating an animal shit or a human shit. Never eaten shit. Thank God. Yeah. Um, does it have to be in Cyprus? No, it's holiday. It doesn't have to be Cyprus. Can be I'm anywhere. really trying to think of the most embarrassing thing. I'm sure, I'd like... Mm. I could probably tell one on a shadows. <laughs> Can you? Did you get her permission? No. Nope. <laughs> she has no choice. Uh, we were at the Buffalo Beach, and you know sometimes when you're at the beach and you sometimes fling like kids in the air to do like somersaults and backflips and stuff? Yeah. Well, I picked her up, and I picked her up too fast, and her suit again fell off. Bikini top? Yeah. No. Oh. And then what happened? Well, she obviously 
dove back into when the she water. was like, did she drop in the water and grab it? Or yeah, did yeah, she, she grabbed. Like, okay. She basically just basically went, <laughs> and she basically just just let go of me. She goes brak, and I basically just dropped. She dropped it into the water and put it underneath <laughs> in the water and put it back on. Yeah, that's what I, that's literally what I imagined in my head. I was like, you drop in the water, you grab your bikini top, and you try and put it out as soon as you can while you're yeah, holding no your breath. <laughs> I don't know if I have an embarrassing story. I, I have one where my bikini came off actually. That was in Cyprus, but it was the south side. Um, we went to, they have like a water park, mm-hmm. really popular one. And um, they had a mad slide, really mad. And it was like vertical, mm. genuinely it was vertical and it was red. And I, I love water parks, theme parks. Like I love them, like adrenaline junkie. And um, <clears throat> and I went on it. I come out at the bottom with nothing on. The top and bottom. Yep, all went. And I didn't realize until I stood up and I, and I literally screamed. It wasn't until one of my friends ran towards me with a towel. I'm like, it's pretty embarrassing actually. It's not... <laughs> yeah. But do you know what? Luckily, no one was around at that slide at the bottom at that time, other than my friend waiting for me. But that that slide was crazy. I started at the top with bikini on and ended up at the bottom without bikini. There was one of the aqua parks in Cyprus. Well, I wouldn't say it's an embarrassing moment, but um, they're lethal. Well, like the aqua parks, yeah. Yeah, like if they that if that water park does not give you a mat going down that slide, you have a wedgie that's like there. You for have, days. Not only do you have a wedgie, but if you've seen the Matrix, where you've seen <laughs> those little little like those where your spine is. <laughs> Basically, you have these little scabs forming on your back because you basically grated your spine on like Yeah, this. they are lethal. So... What was this water park called? I forgot. Um, oh, actually, I have a story from... I mean, this isn't that embarrassing. It was actually quite funny. Um, we were in Bali and uh, we were riding bikes through one of the areas and we stopped to like meet some locals and stuff and... One of them had a newborn little girl and she passed her to me and she pissed all over me. <laughs> so I'm standing here with a really chubby, cute kid and I'm holding her and I just felt something warm and I looked out. And she, the mum was like, I'm so sorry. I was like, it's absolutely fine. It's just a baby. She peed on me. But yeah, I was covered in baby piss and barley. But fun fact, her name was Kiana and that's how Kiana got her name. <laughs> And does that, does your daughter piss on you like that? No, she doesn't actually. So maybe it was a good omen, if there's such thing. Is there a good omen? So basically a good omen of you. What's the, is there a good omen? Is good omen such a thing? Or is it just good luck? Someone answer us. <laughs> Please. <laughs> You're just making up crap as we go. <laughs> yeah. Um... Yeah, I don't really have that many. Um, like kind of like a bird shitting on your shoulder. I feel like you should have let me. I should have gone first because you explaining the fact that you ate animal shit just took over, and now I've got nothing. So, yeah, I'm done. That's not the embarrassment of just being fully naked after a slide. <laughs> it was, but yeah, I done longer. It was, but yeah, it's. I'm sorry, you, you win, hands down, <laughs> hands down, like. I've been in the sea before where the waves are insane or a bikini top flies off. Like, it's so, I feel like every girl has gone through that. So, but eating shit, <laughs> that's unique experience. <laughs> uh, Is it coming back to you? <laughs> yeah. 
So yeah, so that's been a, a very fun podcast for everyone out there. Hopefully you were eating while you're uh, <laughs> listening to this. We will put a little bit of disclaimer before everyone listens to this. Um, hasn't been uh, too fruitful with our language, but uh, hopefully it will in our future ones. Uh, we will leave uh, some questions in our Instagram post and also our Facebook group to have content ready for our next one. If you want any subjects that you would like us to talk about, yeah, and explore, um, to do with please uh, just message either of us or in the group. Um, I'm just gonna go and find the question that I asked within the group. Uh, Jay, can you just uh, take on for like a couple of seconds while I go and look for it? Hi. So yeah, it would be nice to get. In my opinion, it would be nice to get um, the community's input when we want to talk about certain things that are like more new generation style, like things that you might wish that we would talk more about or would be more exposed to, or you just your experience growing up Turkish Cypriot. Like I love hearing different stories and I think it's important to help each other grow as well. The more you hear about other people's experiences. Of course. Cause I, I mean, maybe we grew up a little bit isolated from being exposed to more of the positive side of it. And maybe this is an opportunity for that. Yeah. There you go. Um, so I posted this, uh, let's have a look, uh, last week and I got some nice responses. Um, I tried to clarify, uh, the direction that our podcast was going to go because it felt like as though this podcast, people thought it was going to be more of a mental health one, but, uh, this was going to be more of a lighthearted kind mm. of podcast. Um, so, uh, we got some ideas from, uh, Aisha Ismail, who looks after Cupus Worldwide. Um, and she said, um, it has to be a mental health taboo, culture taboos, taboos in general, actually, because we all have grown up with so many taboos that are too dated or just do not fit in anywhere with the century and the world we are living in. Likewise, because of this, we tend to be disregarding the important main factors of our cultures like respect, religion, equality, and most importantly, about being kind and doing good for others. Uh, she also added cultural roots awareness, religion, acceptance in society, and being okay if you don't fit into a certain criteria just to meet a tick box. Yeah. Um, so that was from Aisha Smile. Uh, then we had another one here, which was from Özlem. Uh, not a light-hearted subject. However, the subject of cancer is largely taboo in our culture. Oh my God, yeah. Considered the big dirty C word that most people are scared to talk about, the belief that if you talk about it, you will get it, resonates with a lot of people in our culture. I find this very sad as that is equivalent of sticking your head in the sand. However, talking is educating and empowering, leading to increased understanding and better prevention strategies. 100%. I feel like we should have our own just to talk about that. Um, so, yeah, we could probably do one episode on that i mean it because have to be like, long and whatnot it's so true i love it yeah but my mum still can't say the word cancer it's like voldemort <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, um, like, oh, oh. like that oh well it's the same with mental health and that could be a completely different episode but do you know what though I, I will say when you were saying like has to be the mental health taboo and stuff like that i do agree we need to talk about these things yeah, yeah. but i don't think it should be like doom and gloom okay. i feel like it should yes. be quite you Some, know something that we can all speak about freely without having yeah to just like let's just not make eggshells. it too yeah. sad you know yeah. we don't want to be all like i don't know just really sad about all the topics that are but it's nice to talk about mental health in a way where it's comfortable because i feel like talking about it 
in a delicate way is almost going to add to the fact that it has been a taboo for so long. It's just like, it's, it's reality. It's real life. Like yeah. it's happening all around us. We all experience it. Let's just fucking talk about it as it is. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's my opinion. Uh, and then we got another one from another Aisha, but this one is Aisha Adil, who looks after family-based solutions. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's mentioned about children transitioning into teenagers. Oh, so we could talk about that one. Uh, I mean, I don't have, I, I mean, this could be like, I know this could be a, I mean, this could be a question of, from a male perspective and a yeah. female perspective. Yeah. And this could be, for example, about why my family chose for me to have a student, for example. Yeah. And then in your case would be like your first period. Don't. I knew that was coming. I mean, we can't say <laughs> it, but there's different words. No, I just knew that was coming. Like, but, all I can think about is the Friends episode. My first period. <laughs> but yes. Why do you hate me? Sorry. So, yeah. So, you know, there's going to be different, obviously, things that we can be linked to that. Yeah. Uh, she also mentioned about... Um, the, men- the effects of adult mental health on children, mm-hmm. domestic abuse. That's a big one. Listening to, uh, listening to understand. Uh, <laughs> and not to give your opinion. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so basically she does her own podcast and she says she would be happy to share it with us if we wish to uh, do it. Yeah. Uh, cool. To listen to it. And then my sister-in-law, uh, my wife's sister. I got that from sister-in-law. Yeah, uh, just in case people you don't know don't know what you know system law is. I'm hoping people do. Uh, I suggest some light-hearted topics for discussion. Something we can all relate to, like awkward encounters or embarrassing stories. Yeah, yeah. Which I mean, you kind of kind of covered as covered well. Today. But yeah, I like that. So uh, I think all of them are important. They're all important in a way, and I think this is why I tried to um, say that. I love this. I love that it got people involved and I love that we asked the question. That's why it was like, it just makes people feel. And I, and I really, really hope this, like once people actually hear this, they'll be like more inclined to post questions and yeah, yeah. say to us, oh, can we talk about this? Can we talk about that? Because it's so nice to feel like you're not, I know it's just us doing it, but it would be nice to feel like other people are involved too. Yeah. And when they listen to it, they're like, oh yeah, I asked that. And I don't know, helps our mind expand. Yeah. I mean, we, we would like to hear your questions, whether they're anonymous or by your name. Yeah. We'd like to also act like an agony aunt. <laughs> if you would like to bring in like some form of questions. I love that. That you want to be anonymous and have you like an, uh, an agony daiser. Or an agony what do we call under. her? I don't know. We'll, we'll put that poll. What yeah. should we call our like, agony aunt? And we'll yeah. put it out there for people and we'll put a name to her. Yeah, I love that. What should um, we, we need a name for whether her. Whether I, ha- I have to put an accent on or Jay has to put an accent on. I'm not doing accents. I'm not good at them. Um, we will somehow... Uh, oh, fuck and... me. No, yeah. I can't do it. Um, I'll try. We, I'll we will, um, we will. I mean, we want some different ideas. Uh, we've been doing our research. We want to make this podcast not feel as though it's some form of like a really long asked uh, monotonous audio book mm-hmm. that you're going to listen to either on your travels to work or back from work. We want you to end up laughing your head off to yeah. the point that you've actually wet yourself in the car to work or uh on the train and people are looking at you staring at you because you're laughing at me having shit in my mouth for example <laughs> or listening to someone's embarrassing moment this is kind of what i kind of want and i've i i'm hoping we can get some guests onto the show whether it's basically yeah. pre-recorded or we get them onto zoom or teams and get them there to ask their questions and then hopefully we're going to try and alternate this between jay and Omai as well and um 
we'll go from there. Uh, we'd like to try and do a big get together and have yeah. all three of us all in the room because we've all got different personalities. Um, and it'd be nice just to bring that into one big massive pot and just mix it up. Yeah, and, good energy. Um, so I hope everyone's enjoyed. We would like some positive or negative feedback or critical, you know, just constructive ed- criticism. Con- <laughs> constructive criticism <laughs> is always welcome within their home. Um, that was coming from our agony, I'm um, So agony, yeah, agony, I'm We're gonna please. We want to do this. Just throw in any form of thing like um, I hear. I don't know. My uh, there was a carpus in the fridge, uh, and basically I was looking forward to it. Came back from work and it basically had disappeared. I asked my wife. She said no, and blah blah blah, and it went on down this road. And is that the question you thought of? On top of my head, yes. I'm looking at you like what? <laughs> All right, we'll we'll put a pin in that, guys. <laughs> <laughs> We're funny. and just yeah, that one one We're not even going to talk about that one, but yeah. I'm still thinking about the missing carpools. The missing carpools and what's happened to it. I mean, we're probably eating it anyway. But um, yeah, we will drop some questions, get you involved. We want you to be part of this podcast. We don't want us it to just to feel like as though we're just having a good old matter. Um. This I mean, your... we are, but we it are. also needs to feel like it's a community. Yeah, so that's we, the whole point of it. And we it? need an excuse to come together to eat carpool selling together. This could be the, like, you know, the change that we all kind of want to be part of when exactly. it comes to Turkish Cypriots or whoever, like, wants to be involved. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you're, if you're from a background that feels, like, underrepresented, then join in. Yeah. All good. Cool. So we're going to love you and leave you. Love, peace, and an extra plate of shish. Hmm. Anything you want to leave with? Any... I'm just going to say love and light. I'm just going to be like peaceful and joyful. Peace. <laughs> See you all in the next dimensions. Yep.